Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to the Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan. Our Titans reporter at A2ZSports.com, and we are Nashville's on-demand sports.network going live weekday mornings at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads for more great Titans content. You got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us, and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai, WilsonCountyHyundai.com for your new car buying process. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm your health plans. Get better with farm your health plans at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. The Aura app, keeping your information safe online and get a two-week free trial with our sponsor Aura at our link, aura.com slash ATOZ. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in the Middle Tennessee area, Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro online at KrebsKubota.com. Dot com. Sam, I don't know if you are. I'm I'm a little sleepy today uh, because something was something was burning at midnight, and it wasn't the fact that my 60 pound dog was making the bed a thousand degrees. I think I could feel that Josh McDaniels got fired because I woke Ooh. up at midnight and was up for the next hour, and then I learned that uh, about like a third of our writing staff are always awake at midnight Central Time because. We got that stuff covered. And there's an interesting storyline that we can get to. Maybe uh, we can have this written up on the website about how Josh McDaniels played in to Mike Vrabel getting the Titans head coaching job. But that Mm. is a story for another day uh, because yesterday, Sam, was the NFL trade deadline. It was active in some areas. It was not active uh, with the Titans. You spent most of your afternoon in the deadline last couple of hours at the Titans facility. What was the feeling like approaching the deadline before you went into the locker room at St. Thomas Sports Park yesterday? Yeah, I think I went into the day uh, with the same expectation of a lot of Titans fans, which was like, it was probably going to be a pretty quiet day on the trade front. Uh, The deadline was the day before to, uh, you know, do some contract restructures. And when the Titans didn't get anything done with Ryan Tannehill or Derrick Henry, there was kind of a feeling of like, okay, th- this is unlikely to happen. Then Josh Dobbs got traded to the Minnesota Vikings, uh, old friend of, of both the Tennessee Volunteers and Tennessee Titans. And that was kind of the the last straw of like, all right, well, there goes Ryan Tannehill's, you know, kind of last trade destination potentially with Minnesota adding Josh Dobbs. Um It was very clear that the Titans were not going to make a trade when an hour before the trade deadline, Rand Carthon was on the practice field and laughing with Derek and and DeAndre Hopkins. And he's kind of talking and, you know, moseying around being ran. And there's like, all right, probably no deal coming. Uh, But very surprised by the energy in the Titans locker room as a whole. Uh, And Austin, we've been taught over the last week or so 
coming off the bye week leading into this Atlanta game and the stretch of games that the Titans have about how quickly there is the possibility to turn things around with two games in four days uh, and going from two and four to potentially four and four. And I have been amazed at how rookie quarterback Will Levis and a big win against the Atlanta Falcons has energized this Titans locker room and given them this newfound confidence, second life, like they even a second life this season, a new lease yeah. on this season where they were like, all right, well, there was the first six games that we struggled, but now we're still in the mix of things and we got Will Levis at quarterback and there's this growing sort of buzz uh, that you can feel in the locker room, very different from where we were at in that, you know, throughout the bye week and the week after the Baltimore game. Um, the Titans are having fun. And, and yeah. you know, that's the sign of a team that has some positive momentum rolling. Yeah. And Andre says Autry and Tannehill were the only two guys I thought would be traded. I think you could add TR Tart to that list. I don't think Tannehill was going to get moved because of the injury. <clears throat> and also, I just don't think that the Titans were ready to completely move on from Ryan Tannehill having a veteran quarterback around. Uh, but I, you know, I, I, yeah, Autry didn't go anywhere. TR Tart didn't go anywhere uh, on both on expiring contracts at uh, different aspects of their career, but uh, a good comment there uh, from Andre and Cincinnati Titans is typical Titans halfway in on winning halfway in on tanking. I don't know. I mean, I think it trading Kevin Byard did not say full tank. It was a, business money situation, but it did signal the opportunity to go full tank and the Titans did not choose to do that. They're still trying to win football games. Uh, and that kind of leads us to the Derrick Henry thing, right? Derrick Henry going over a hundred yards uh, in Will Levis's first start with only a long of 14 yards in that game, I think is a big positive for Will Levis's continued development as a quarterback long-term. And Derrick Henry, after that game, was phenomenal in his post-game press conference as we played uh, earlier in the week. But Derrick uh, was asked several times about the trade week leading up to it after KB got sent to Philly and then was asked about the reports about Derrick having a conversation with Rand Carthon and the Titans about not moving him. And here's what Derrick had to say after the game on Sunday. As Rand or someone in the front office told you they don't want to trade you, is that true or Kind of where you stand on that. Um, we we've I mean I've I've talked to them. We have we had talks and um you know feel like everything's going in a in a positive direction. Um you know I understand my position and you know the lifespan of it is uh is 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 not too long and I'm getting older. I ain't getting no younger. So, but at the end of the day, um I know it's a business. I understand that. Like Coach said earlier this week, we know what we signed up for. And sometimes the business side is not what, what you always want, but it's a, it's a business. So, but at the end of the day, um, I'm a Titan. I'm happy to be a Titan, and um, I'm going to do whatever I can to help this organization um, continue to win and hopefully, uh, you know, keep going further and further and um, do what we can to uh, possibly get a championship this year. You said they understood last your position, Derek. Your position, I, I'm guessing, is that you would prefer to stay here? Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I never said I wanted to leave. Um, you know, like I said, this – but a lot been going on, a lot been said. I've been firm on what I said. I'm I'm here to work, and I never came out that I wanted to leave or go anywhere else. 
I mean, it's a great answer from Derek, I think. I mean, one of the just a, a very forthcoming, very honest answer from a guy who uh, has made his stance clear, right? And, and made his stance clear leading up to the deadline that he wanted to remain in Tennessee. Uh, that's something that I have always felt like was important to him, and he had never expressed the desire to be elsewhere. But you know, also understanding what the reality of this situation, which is age, which is his contract status, which is the Titans record uh, and the business side of football that like, hey, maybe this isn't going to work out quite like you would like or we would like. So I, do, I think that was a really good answer from Derek showed a lot of self awareness yeah. uh, leading up to the deadline in a way that athletes don't always have. Uh, and so I thought it was interesting too, right? There was the reports that Rand had told him he wouldn't be traded. And that was kind of where the question was directed. He didn't confirm that at all uh, by any means. Yeah, he, I mean, he said, you know, we've had talks, right? Like he admitted, he said that they've talked. He didn't say what they talked about. He's, I know where my position is, or he knows where my position is that, right? And in the position thing, because John Glennon took it as his position within the team or his position on whether he wants to be here or be traded. I took Derrick Henry's words as my position of playing running back and how the longevity is not very long. And I understand the business of that, that we've been discussing over the last you know several months with the summer of the running back that was had. Right. So I think there's, it's a multifaceted word of my position. Yeah, I mean, I think, right, because he followed up by saying what? He's like, I, I know there's no longevity. I'm not getting any younger, right? There is some awareness, I think, that Derek has of like, hey, I'm a running back. The market's not great for uh, for us right now. And if the Titans can get some value for me, that might be something that's, that's worth it for them. Uh, but also understanding like, hey, maybe teams aren't exactly chomping at the bit to give up a bunch of draft picks for me. So maybe I stay at the end of the day anyways. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what he meant, but I, I, I do interpret it your way as well. Yeah, Jaron says, I think most uh, everybody kind of interpreted it that way. So I, I want to say this. I'm glad Derrick Henry did not get traded. I did not think it would have been smart. I said Tuesday after the day after Kevin Byer was traded that I thought Rand Carthon could trade one of Kevin Byer or Derrick Henry. But I don't think you can trade both of those guys. And Kevin, I think, had the higher trade value of, of an asset uh, because of his position and, and what he is compared to the dollars that he was being paid and the dollars Derrick was set to be owed uh, throughout the end of the season. Um, tough situation, a running back that doesn't really fit uh, a lot of other offenses, but I, I, for one am glad that the Titans did not move Derrick Henry. I said it all along, even though the reports were correct, the Baltimore Ravens still, and were the most interested team in trading for Derrick Henry, but the compensation was not right, which lined up with what Buck was saying for the last week. Uh, so we were right on that, but I'm glad that Derrick Henry is a Titan here today. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with you as well. Uh, I talked about it in my Titans at two show the day after Kevin Byard was traded, uh, where I kind of had a similar stance that I didn't feel like Derek would be traded and I didn't think it would be wise to trade Derek. And it's interesting because like you said, Kevin was the more valuable asset as far as trade compensation that, or, uh, like that you could get back, right? What draft picks could you get back? And yet Derek probably the more valuable player to the team. I painted this picture after the Kevin Byard trade, Austin, where 
I, I said it's not impossible that the Titans could start to win some games even without Kevin Byard. There was a recipe there. Uh, chat called me crazy again, hot seat. Uh, where the Titans could play their style of football and the impact of Kevin Byard wasn't necessarily great enough this season to make me feel like, well, they have no chance of winning. They don't have KB at safety. But if you trade Derrick Henry, it is an ultimate punt. And if you're trading Derrick Henry, you're not going to win games for the rest of the year. And you might as well move on from DeAndre Hopkins and Danico Autry and just completely tear the entire thing down. And so I do, I am happy with the Titans decision to not go in that direction, get the value that they could for KB, uh, but still have a team and a roster that's capable of winning football games like we saw on Sunday. I think it, it was a nice balance there. For sure. Uh, Johnny says, I think Amy vetoed the Henry trade. Ram would have still done the deal. Well, it's been reported that that is not true. Amy did not veto any trade in place with Derrick Henry and the Ravens. I don't think it got that deep um for that situation but all right sam let's talk about this now now we know derrick henry is not going anywhere for the rest of this season but what are the percentage chances that derrick henry could be back what percentage chance could derrick henry be back with the titans next season what percentage chance do you think derrick henry uh and the titans will re-sign derrick henry after this season we'll get to that i, I find this interesting percentages right 0% through 100%, anywhere in between. But first, Aura can help keep your information protected online. They're doing that with me. They identified 30 data brokers who were profiting off of selling my information to robocallers and spammers and other telemarketers. And they opted me out of those lists on my behalf. And I got rid of those 30 data brokers in about five or six days. Well, you can get a two-week free trial with our sponsor, Aura, by using our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. It works. It's real. Uh, it happens. It, you're approaching the holidays, which means more people are trying to go out there and get you uh, for that money because they're going after your heartstrings. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial. Protect your information online. Protect your passwords. Manage your passwords. Your credit and identity theft monitoring as well. All the features that Aura has in a two-week free trial at Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code A-T-O-Z sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. That's a second chance to win big. However much you bet and put in there with your first bet on BetMGM, you can get back into your account in the form of a bonus bet. Even if you lose, that's two chances to win big with the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM.com. All right, eight of these sports here live on uh, this Wednesday morning. We're asking you guys, what percentage chance do you think the Titans will re-sign Derrick Henry after this season? And I think it's interesting that we – we chose to word it this way. What percentage chance do the Titans re-sign Derrick Henry, not Derrick Henry re-sign with the Titans? Because I think it is more up to the franchise than it is up to the team. And and Sam, after we go through some chat here, I, I know we each have our path for Derrick Henry to be back with the Titans after the season. But what is the chat having to say? What percentage chance do the Titans bring back Derrick Henry? Mr. Jones starts at hot with a 100%. Oh my <laughs> uh, Steven says 55. Orlando's at 38. 30 from Chris. 100 from Green Gun. 40 from Scary Harry. 85 from Rich. 
Jay says 100 as well. 10% from Mikey. Uh, Stephen King says 110. He's going to be tagged worse. No. There is zero, zero percent chance Derrick Henry gets franchise tagged. I will I look up the franchise tag number. Franchise there is, dude, tag there number. is a zero percent chance he is franchise tagged. Franchise tag number for running backs. Sam, do you want to guess? 18 and what? a half. Oh, why do you have this is for 2023? Oh, for, well, am I right? No, you're way over. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 like it's like 10.9. 10. Yeah, still he's not 10 million dollars. Yeah, 10 not million dollars all of it on your cap for one year. There's no chance that he gets a franchise that. You just I hate like you went like way over. Yeah, I don't know like, why I got a, I got a little excited there. I don't know. I know. <laughs> Jermel says 75, a Jay says 40, Rashid says 90, Matt says 80, 75, 65, 75 to 80%. 50-50 from Scott, 90 from Ashley, 75 from John, 85 from Bork, 60 from Tighten Up, 100 from Fred, 50, 47, 70, 70, 25, 40, uh, 97, 70, 10, 25. Some pretty high percentages overall, Austin. A lot of people over. Uh, at top tier says the 2024 is 13 million. Uh, is what the running back franchise tag is. So and that's probably accurate because the 2023 number is 10. And then I haven't seen, I Googled the franchise tag number and the 23 number showed up. I did not see the 24 number. So for the sake of time, I went with the one that was fastest for me to find. So yeah, I'm sure it's going to be higher than what $10 million was. And Derek Henry's not going to make $10 million. So I'll, I'll go with, uh, well, real quick, yeah. let's go. Uh, Andre has a super chat real quick. We'll do that first. He says, as Levis keeps this up, his big downfield play ability opens back up the lanes for Henry and allows Kelly to properly mix Henry and Spills together money. Uh, yeah, Andre, money well spent on that comment right there with that super chat. So entering the season, I it's well documented that I thought Ryan Tannehill was going to have a good year <laughs> uh, entering the season. That has not happened for one reason or several reasons or another. And so I kind of thought that there was still a chance that Ryan Tannehill could return in 2024 if he played well enough with DeAndre Hopkins and the new O-line, the new offense and all this stuff, the Titans made the playoffs behind Ryan Tannehill and did not allow Levis or Willis to show anything in 24. I thought there was a chance that Tannehill could come back in 24, but that's not going to happen. And so if Ryan Tannehill was going to be back, there was 0% chance that Derek Kennedy was going to be back. You couldn't bring both of them back and Tannehill's way more expensive. So. Now that I think we can all pretty much say with a lot of confidence, Ryan Tannehill will be elsewhere after this regular season is over. I think that opens the door for Derek Henry to be back. Now, Sam, what do you think the average percentage was from the chat responses that you read and saw? 70%. You think 70 was I mean, the maybe average? there was, I mean, there was a lot of 75 pluses yeah. uh, of people that were, I mean, 90 and a hundred and 75 and a hundred. I'd say probably 70% is about the average. Okay. So I think I, I think that's way too high because that. I figured you would say that based on your reaction. Way too today, high. So. Way too high. But my percentage that I'm about to say in my opinion, is a very positive trend for Titans fans who want Derrick Henry to stay. I'm going to go half of that average, Sam. 
I'm going to say 35% chance. Okay. I think that's a high number. Like, I, I would have, hmm. I, if you would have asked me this question three weeks ago, a month ago, before the season, I probably would have been in the 10 to 15 to 20% range. And now that I'm seeing, and Trey had the, the answer that I was going to kind of get to, if they get Levis and he hits on a rookie deal, Henry should be back for cheap. Now, is Derrick Henry going to take a cheap deal? I don't know. I saw somebody else, Roy, that I favored in this chat, says, does Tennessee get a discount on a re-sign for Derrick? You know, every every running back wants to be paid what they believe their value is, and Derrick Henry was very outspoken this summer about how he thinks running backs were getting a disservice with what they were doing. So a 35% chance that Derrick Henry is back on a one-year deal, maybe with a couple void years. But the Titans, if Will Levis can play at 70% of what he showed Sunday against the Falcons, then you know you're going to go in the next season with Will Levis as your starter, and you can feel confident in your ability to fight for a playoff spot. Now you've got 90 plus million dollars in cap space to do everything you can to put Will Levis in a better position in 2024. And I think Derrick Henry taking up six or seven million of that 90 million is money well spent. So 35% chance is my answer, Sam. So that that number sounds right, but I'm I'm in a different ballpark because 50% would mean I am 50-50 dead split on whether or not Derrick Henry is back next year. Coin flip. And I think right now, I w- if you had me place a wager one way or another, I would say Derrick is back in Tennessee. So if I it think- was even money. I think I lean. It, it, let me ask you, because like I think if it was a real book, if it was a real odds, Derek Henry returning would be like plus 250, 275. I would definitely Derrick Henry. Yeah, I would too. Hell yeah. But but Derek Henry being gone is like minus two hundred. Maybe. I, so I if, just, if so I, if it's if it's even money, if it's if they're both at he's gone or he's back. At minus 110, which is what every line is at, minus 110, Sam, are you going to bet your money on Henry to be back? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I I am leaning towards Derrick Henry being back. So I'm going to give it 55 because I think I'm just a bit above 50-50 leaning towards Henry re-signing for a number of different reasons. Um. Number one is his production hasn't fallen off at all from where he was last year. Now, some of his usage has taken a bit of a dip. He's not getting quite as many carries. I think that's a good thing overall for the Titans offense. But Derek's yards per attempt and yards per game are pretty much lockstep with where they've been in the past, or at least his yards per carry are. I think he has 4.4 yards per carry. Um, He's still on pace to have 1,200 rushing yards this season. I mean, that it's a very productive season from a running back that is at his age when he's not necessarily the only guy taking carries out of the backfield. So that's reason number one. Reason number two, I think if I'm Derrick Henry at this point in time, 
it is a difficult decision that you have to make between do I want to sign with a team that I think can legitimately win a Super Bowl, but potentially not play, potentially be the Buccaneers, Giovanni Bernard and LaShawn McCoy on, on the Super Bowl teams, right? Where you, you have your your usage limited or what Dalvin Cook has been for the New York Jets this year, where he's unhappy because they're not using him at all. Or do I want to stay in Tennessee where I know I'm a great fit for the offense, where there is the most opportunity for me, and where I can continue to build a legacy. If Derrick Henry comes back next year, one, I think the Titans give him more carries and more opportunities than any other team in football. Number two, I think he gets over 10,000 yards, becomes the Titans' all-time leading rusher, and he probably eclipses 100 touchdowns. Milestones that, as I was talking to Paul Kaharski about yesterday, that I think he needs to get into the Hall of Fame. Derrick Henry, to Paul and I, what we were kind of going through, probably doesn't make the Hall of Fame if he doesn't have at least 1,200 more rushing yards in his career. I don't think he gets there if he doesn't sign back with the Titans. So what's most important? Which would get him over 10,000, right? It, I mean, if he signs back, he probably finishes this year at like 9,600, 9,500, right? And is there going to be a team out there that signs Derrick Henry to be their primary running back that he can go and run, you know? Can you get uh, 700, 700, 700 yards, in, yards. Like, in like the next, in the in two seasons or something? I, I, like, I don't know. I don't know if that opportunity is out there for him elsewhere. This offense is the one that fits him. And this is the team that knows him. I don't which think is why, he, which is why we talked about earlier in the season that Derrick Henry could be the last ten thousand yard rusher exactly. in NFL history. And and I don't I don't know if there's that fit for him out there. And so if I'm Derrick, I look at opportunity, um, and potentially say, you know what, Tennessee's the right spot for me, even if it's on a one year five million dollar deal, and you take a little bit less money to come back. If you're the Titans. Yeah, I think you throw $5 million Derrick Henry's way to bring him back, both for the leader that he is, for the jersey sales and the branding, and then also just for the player that he is. I think he is worth $5 million. He's not worth 16. He's not worth 10, but maybe he's worth 5 million. And and I don't the the there seems to be a disconnect in my head for any team other than the Tennessee Titans, where I say either opportunity's not there the ability to win some football games isn't there or the money's not there. I think the Titans are the best sum of the three. And so I lean towards Derek being back. Okay. You lean towards Derek being back. Let's uh, get to some more comments. We asked you guys, what percentage chance do you think the Titans re-signed Derek Henry after the season? He was not traded. Uh, Sam, I'll let you uh, tell us all about the bone and joint Institute. The Bone and Joint Institute is the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Uh, you can go and schedule an appointment with them at boneandjointtn.org. The Bone and Joint Institute has a state-of-the-art rehab facility to assist in your recovery and don't fumble on your recovery with that rehab facility that has everything all under one roof. That's clinic, image, rehab, surgery, testing, all in the same spot so you don't have to drive around Middle Tennessee to go to different appointments just go and see the good and reliable folks over at the Bone and Joint Institute and schedule an appointment at boneandjointtn.org. 
All right, A to Z Sports also powered by the BetMGM app, and you can use our bonus code to win big with your first bet offer. That's code ATOZ Sports, code ATOZ Sports for uh, your first bet offer uh, to win big. Because if you miss your first bet, you get up to uh, $1,500 back in bonus bets. So go big with it. Because if you miss it, no worries, up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. In uh, if that first bet misses, it, misses official betting partner of the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, and BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older since the only new customer offer. All promotions, subject to qualification, other requirements. Rewards issued at nominal bonus bets. First online, uh, first online real money wager only. Bonus bets inspire seven days. And for problem games, sport called Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Sam, I was distracted during that BetMGM disclaimer because uh, I just saw some great news. Uh, mm. And so I'm going to take a little bit of a, a pause, like a 30-second maybe a full timeout uh, on the basketball court for some great news that I just saw that kind of tripped me up uh, during uh, that read. And then we'll get back into the Derrick Henry conversation, but see this tweet from Doug Kayad, former A to Z sports managing editor uh, who had to leave uh, our company because of his daughter's situation, battling cancer uh, right before the season began. Big news from Doug. Hallie was discharged from Boston Children's Hospital on Monday. So happy to have Hallie back home after six months and 22 days at the hospital. She is currently AML free, but will continue to receive outpatient care. So I just wanted to mention that is awesome. And uh, Doug is somebody who worked with us for only about four or five months. Um, But it was great. Um, and appreciate Doug the first month after he, he completed his first month with A to Z and then how he got her diagnosis and went to the hospital and Doug, uh, worked his ass off as a dad and a leader for our company, uh, for three months before having to make a family decision that we all respected. Um, and so big news, uh, for Doug and the Kayad family and for obviously Hallie, little two-year-old Hallie, uh, getting to go home on Monday. So, Great news. I, I felt like that was warranted yeah. for the timeout. Hell yes. That's awesome. Uh love right. Doug. He was he was fantastic. Yes. That that I'm gonna have to send him a text after the show. That fires me up. All right. All right. Uh weird, awkward transition back in the Derrick Henry talk. Okay. Percentage chances that Derrick Henry uh is back with the Titans after the season. Sam, you said 55%. The chat's average was around 70% chance that he's back. Mine was 35%. Um, look, I think 35% is high. I think that's a big, if you're a Derrick Henry fan and you want him to retire a Titan, and I think Derrick Henry wants to retire a Titan. He's said several times now over the last week that he doesn't want anything else. That He wants to be here to go to work and go to help win a championship. Uh, w. Callinan says with a super chat, Titans have $100 million of cap space and picks in the draft now. Resign him to a, two, a team-friendly two-year $11 million deal and go bolster the team around Levis, Henry, and Hopkins. I don't know if two years for 11 mil is the best route. Derek Henry I mean, turns 30 may, years old. Maybe if there's no guarantees on the second year, sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> sign me well, up for that. But well, yeah, I don't you, know you if do Derek is interested in. Right. You do it mostly in bonuses, right? And then um, Derek gets to be have a lower base salary in year two. Look, he'll be 30 years old. He'll be 29 through week 17. He turns 30 on January 4th. I will always remember Derrick Henry's birthday because of how it falls in the season in this contract, right? So he will be 30 
basically all of 2024 and then 31 all of 2025. So he's got one of those birthdays that's kind of like a good thing. You know, it's like a, he can play up or he can play down as like a little leaguer, right? He's got one of those weird birthdays. And so I, I think that's a credit, a bonus to him on top of. Well, yeah, real quick. I mean, this, that comment did paint the, the picture for next season, right? It is, I mean, you can give Derrick Henry $5 million, which comes out of your cap, whatever. You would have Hopkins, you'd have Henry, you'd have Levis and Spears on rookie contracts. You'd have Peter Skaronsky on a rookie contract. You have the rest of your money, your free agent budget now to fix all the other problems, to fix your secondary, to bolster your offensive line, to add, I mean, You'll still have Harold Landry under contract. You'll still have Jeffrey Simmons under contract. I think they'll still have Arden Key under contract uh, with that money as well. There's a lot of opportunity to really, really beef up this roster. Uh, and so if you're able to get a fairly team-friendly deal for Derek, uh, I think I think it makes sense. Like, I don't see why you wouldn't want to do that. Um, you are, of course, putting a lot of eggs in the Will Levis basket at that point, right? And, and yeah. you know, you need the rookie co- – that's how this works, though. You need the rookie quarterback to hit on the rookie deal. And if a rookie quarterback hits and is playing well on a rookie deal, you're probably going to be in a pretty good spot because not paying that guy yet uh, is is nice. So, well, and, and uh, Bobby says, I'd hate to see Autry go. Well, I mean, he's probably going to go. Yeah. Danico Autry last year of his contract, he's 33 years old. Now, he's got that grown man strength that is impactful and he's very good. Um, and I think Danico Autry is one of the most underrated football players in the entire NFL and has been the last couple of years. But, you know, that's the right time to move on from Danico Autry. Um, I think Derrick Henry still has some in the tank. And with the yeah, relationship, clearly, right? I mean, yeah. 100 yards just this last week. And we haven't used the stat efficient. yet, Sam. We haven't used the stat yet. But uh, Paul Kaharski tweeted this out um, this morning. Uh, and I thought this was very interesting because. I think the narrative nationally around Derrick Henry is that he has lost a step. And look, is he still breaking 90, 70 yard touchdown runs hitting 22 miles per hour? No, he's not. You know, he, he, he topped up on that 64 yard run in London against the Ravens. His top speed was like 20, 20.8 or something miles per hour. Two years ago, he was 21 plus. He Mm. was a, a full mile per hour faster in my opinion on a breakaway. So has he lost a step? Maybe, but has he lost production? Here's the stat that Paul tweeted out this morning. This is about first down production and running backs average yards per scrimmage per touch, the very baseball type stat, but (laughs) average yards per yards from scrimmage per touch on first down. Derek Henry's third in the league in first down average yards gained per touch. Uh, in the NFL. So receiving and catching, and we all know Derrick Henry runs the football a lot more than he catches the football on first down. So you're looking at Christian McCaffrey, 91 touches for McCaffrey on first down. I don't know the split between running and receiving, but it's probably a lot closer to 50, 50 than Derrick Henry's 75 touches on first down. Don't you think? Running receiving for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's definitely McCaffrey definitely more involved as a pass catcher than Henry. No question about it. Yeah, and the the league average 
for running backs averaging yards per touch on first down is 4.6. I mean, it's so amazing Derek, that he's close to guys like Brees Hall and Raheem Mostert who have hit like three or four of those big, big plays this year. I mean, that that's kind of wild that Derek is still like in the conversation with those guys because of the big playability that each of them have had this year so far. I mean, I feel like before he got hurt every week, I was looking up and watching like a Raheem Mostert, like 80 yard touchdown of some kind. So, yeah. And, and so, you know, averaging over six yards on first down, that's, that's when Derek Henry is the most effective, right? First down is where I've said in my X factor on our X golf pregame show. I think for the last three games, I've been on it. My X factor presented by X golf, X golf, Go check them out. Cause they're great. Great for holidays. But my X factor was first down efficiency. If you can be efficient on first down, you're going to avoid more third and longs, which avoids let it keeps you out of holding penalties and, and sacks and potential punts and turnovers. And Derek Henry averaging over six yards per touch on first down. Everybody signs up for second and four. Everybody you ask any football coach, high school, middle school, peewee college pro, what do you think about second and four every day? I will take second and four every time. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 that goes into what you said. I love, I love what you said right off the top of how there seems to be some national opinion of people who are like, Oh, it's Derrick Henry. He's fading. Good, but good player, but fading. And he's not, I, I mean, like, even if you want to point it to last year, like, the 2021 season that Derek was on pace for potentially 2000 yards and 20 to all this stuff. He's averaging the same yards per carry, or I think maybe even more yards per carry this year than he was that year. They just used him 30. They gave him 35 touches a game and they had a different style of offense back then. But as far as like his per touch production, man's not taking a step back at all. Like he's still doing his thing. So. Yeah, Orlando says uh, two interesting off seasons in a row coming up. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's dead on. Uh, Orlando, we just came out of an interesting off season. Um, we, you know, we're going into another one where now it's the opposite. You had a bunch of, you were over the cap a bunch of money this past off season. Now you're under the cap a bunch of money. And if you got a, a rookie quarterback contract, and this isn't just a rookie quarterback contract, the second round rookie quarterback contract. I think I was Will Levis making over four years, like $11 million. Yeah. Something like that. I'll look it up, look real, it up quick. real quick. I mean, but you can really, this is what the Eagles did, you know? Oh my yeah. gosh. It's less than that. What is it? Four years, nine and a half. Yeah. This is exactly I mean, what the Eagles did. You hit on a second round quarterback and that's your, your guy. I, I mean, obviously I've been very high on Will Levis. The whole city is very high on Will Levis right now. There's still a lot, lot to go, right? We still got a lot of, lot of games game. left this year. We got to see a lot more out of him uh, to really feel confident that he can hit, hit. Uh, but you got to like the spot that you're in right now. Yeah. Um, let's see. Another comment that I just saw. Um, Jonathan says, have to pay Levis earlier than if he was a first, though. No, it's still in rookie contracts. <clears throat> You ha- you cannot extend a player until after their third season. Yeah, it's yeah, maybe it's a year early because it's typically, no, it's still the same. But it doesn't. Wouldn't if you pay a guy after year four on a if you had exercised the fifth year already? 
Right, but you know this, and first round picks that like Jeffrey Simmons is on his fifth year option right now, right? They could have extended Jeff a year ago when they were talking to AJ, right? Because after third, after season three is when every rookie deal has the extension option. Yeah. You cannot extend a rookie deal before, before year that. three. Right. It has to be after year three, regardless if you have a fifth year option or not. And AJ's was an extension. He played year four in Philly with a cheap base, but a big signing bonus. And really the first year of his four-year extension is now. Jeff is on his five-year option now, but he got a big signing bonus. And then his sixth year or starts that you know contract moving forward. So with Levis, you've got 25, 26, and then you extend him going into 2027. And 2027 is stadium year. <laughs> and then he plays with a massive signing bonus. Again, this is like best case scenario in the world, right? Wait, no, that's not right. That's yeah. not right. You don't extend him after the fourth season. I'm sorry. Um, you, you'd extend him after so 25. I, yeah, I was I was a year behind. So yeah. four after 25 going into 26. And then his first year of his extension is 27. There you go. So I yeah. was kind of happy. He finished his rookie deal in 26. First year of the extension is stadium year in 27. Which That's is the path. That is Perfect. your dream. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. And look, I, I saw somebody saying that, you know, Derrick Henry needs to be back because the Titans are trying to build a new stadium or, or building a new stadium. Derrick Henry's never going to play a game in that stadium for the Titans. And no. I don't, I don't expect Derrick Henry to still be an active NFL player. By the time that stadium opens, that would be phenomenal if he was. Um, but I hope he's not because I hope he is uh, taking all of his endorsement money to the bank and just buying an island and hanging out. And being State Farm commercials and yeah. Heisman House. And he's like, I don't want Derrick Henry to be playing in 2027. If Derrick Henry's playing in 2027, then he's probably had some bad financial luck like Adrian Peterson. And I don't want that for Derrick Henry. <laughs> I don't think he should be playing that long. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he needs to play that long. It just... Just get him to 10K. Get him to 10K and 100 touchdowns and ride off into the sunset. Pass Eddie. Become the Titans' all-time leading rusher. Cement your place in history. And then we're good, baby. We're good. That's right. Uh, Jonathan says, Jeffrey Simmons is a must to re-sign. He's a game record. Jonathan, they did re-sign Jeffrey Simmons in April, and he is not going anywhere. Uh, I believe that's through 2028. Yeah, um, he's, he's locked up for, for a while. Yeah, Jeffrey Simmons, uh, very likely to be playing in the new stadium. I think yeah, maybe one of what three guys that you'd be willing to bet do right that's now. A different show. It's yeah, a different show. That's for a, sure. Right. So I mean, let's yeah, just let's get back onto our show plan for today um, because we've got kind of got off on a tangent there, but uh, I'm happy to have it. Good conversation here on this on this Wednesday before the Thursday game. So Sam, you went into the Titans locker room yesterday. And I want you to explain the difference in what you felt being in the locker room yesterday compared to the previous month of this season. But first, I'm going to tell everybody about Krebs Kubota. They are where you should turn for all of your equipment needs. KrebsKubota.com. They are an elite Kubota dealer, which means they have the best equipment and the best warranties for that equipment in the industry because Kubota... They're just the best. No other brand is going to have it and no other dealership 
like Krebs is going to be able to take care of you the way the Krebs family does. Krebs Kubota is a family-owned and operated business. They've had so much success in Middle Tennessee over 18 years of serving you that they've expanded, right? They started in Columbia with one store and recently with all their great success, expanded to Murfreesboro and Franklin because they do it better uh, than anybody else when it comes to taking care of you, their customer, and having an authentic relationship with you. If you need equipment for a project around your home or property, you can buy it there. You can rent it with Krebs Kubota. Whatever is right for you, they will push you to doing what's right for you, not what's right for them. That is how customer service works. KrebsKubota.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Whatever that first bet amount is that you wager, that money can go back into your account in the form of a bonus bet, even if the bet loses, and you can get a second chance to win big. That's what BetMGM is offering you with the bonus code ATOZ Sports. So whether it's the World Series as that starts to wrap up, NFL, college football, or college basketball, which is right around the corner and I'm fired up for, uh, make sure you are playing and placing your wagers with the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM.com. All right, so Sam, you went in the locker room yesterday, and based on the videos that you sent me, that was the most juiced up and energized I have heard this Titans locker room all season. Can you explain everybody the difference and what that feeling was? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, right? Because there was a comment up here. See if I can find it. Tank Sinatra. Feels good to have hope. It feels like the Titans feel good to have some hope right now. Um, there is a level of palpable confidence, energy, belief, hope for what the rest of the season could look like that currently exists in the Titans locker room that was not there a week ago. I talked to you, uh, Austin, on this show about what the tension was like in that locker room over the last couple of weeks following that Ravens game where you had maybe an odd, like off the field issue for tier tart, which Mike Vrabel alluded at and hinted at in his press conference yesterday. You had big Jeff calling people out saying, we got to figure out who wants to be here. You just like got players calling out reporters, reporters calling out players, the head coach and all the assistant coaches straight up lying about the quarterback situation it was this very weird, like something's about to pop and Kevin Byard got traded and that was part of it. And it still felt like Friday. Was it Friday when me and you talked about this? Yeah, And there was this, this feeling of like, it feels like there's even more that needs to pop here where these guys are on edge about something, whether it's the deadline, whether it's the record talking to Deandre Hopkins, it's like, he doesn't seem too happy, but he's saying all the right things. And a lot of these guys feel upset, but they're saying all the right things. And it's just like, what the heck is going on this week? Yesterday, it's like you took the tension. Somebody popped it with a pin uh, and they're having fun. I, we can play a video real quick and yeah. well, we don't, we're not even paying attention to what's in yeah. the video. Listen to the background of the video here. He throws those deep balls, particularly the one to you. He puts a lot of like air on it, like very high. What does that do for like a receiver? Does that help you on those deep shots? Like have more time to adjust to the ball? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, to some degree, I think you know it helps us be able to run underneath it, um, gives us more time to, to adjust, like you said. Um, but also, we got to be a lot, you know, more sure in our hands in, in those cases. So yeah, I'm talking to NWI about a separate like thing. <laughs> There's Foursquare going on, which has not existed this year. It hasn't really existed really? since they started seven and three of last year, and it went away uh, later in the year because of whatever reason there wasn't enough space and somebody picked up the tape. No, oh, I mean, no, this is you gym teacher, Mike Vrabel unlocked the cage that the four square ball was sitting in. They, they have play not been four-square. playing this stuff. Literally the back end of last year, there was nothing in the locker room. The start of this year, they had a Papa shot that then got broken. They took it down. Deandre Hopkins rebought them a Papa shot and they were like, Oh, okay. Most people were playing Papa shot. I walked in the locker room yesterday. You got big Papa shot right in the front. Middle section had four square with a line of like eight Titans players all playing four square. The back <laughs> part of the locker room had putting greens, three different putting greens. One of them is a trick shot putting green. Two of them are just straight up putting. You've got that's where players. the special teamers are at, right? Yes. You've got <laughs> players everywhere putting shooting basketballs, being like betting with each other, who's going to make more basketball shots in like the next two minutes, playing Hopefully four square. MPF's and... phone was not around. No, it was not. It was not. Uh, he was not throwing down wagers on that. It, it was just a, a friendly, uh, I betcha, not necessarily. In entertainment purposes only. It's what yes. we used to have to say. Um, it, I mean, it, but it, but it's a different locker room. It's a different feeling. And Austin, you mentioned something I might have coming out later today on the website. There's one man that uh, we can draw a lot of this back to. And the vibe that I got, uh, you'll have to read the article to hear exactly what the players are saying. But it, that all of this can kind of be attributed to the swagger of Will Levis and how one man swag has lit that locker room on fire and been like, okay, boys are back. Here we go. Uh, but that's the feeling. It's it's fun. I mean, I I watch locker room videos and then Titans locker room every week because that's you go in and grab it. And it's part of my job to listen and watch. And I have never, I have not seen a Titans player so distracted by wanting to go play Foursquare oh. more than when I was watching NWI try to listen well, to the throws those deep balls, particularly the one to you. He puts a lot of, like, air on it, like, very high. What does that do for, like, a receiver? Does that help you on those deep shots, like, have more time to adjust to the ball? Uh, Yeah, yeah, to some degree. I think, you know, it helps us be able to run underneath it. Um, gives us more time to, to adjust, like you said. Um, but also, we got to be a lot... I felt so bad too, Austin, because he he had been playing all afternoon leading up to practice, and he came back to his locker and got his hoodie on. And I I wanted to talk to a receiver about that topic for a separate piece that I'm working on. And I was like, Hey, Nick, you got like time? Two quick questions, man. He was like, Yeah, no problem. I was trying to get in and out, and I could tell he wanted to go play Foursquare. And I got <laughs> out of there. And as I got out of there, the mob came and there was like five other reporters that then locked Nick in his locker for the next like five minutes. And I was just like, Oh no, I took my man out of the four square circle. Like he's missing opportunity. Uh, yeah. He was definitely giving eyeballs over to the four square him and I bet him, Mason Kinsey, Kyle Pico, 
uh, Naquan Jones. There was a there was a group of guys that were Trayshawn Harrison was over there as well. Uh, yeah, people were fired up about the four square. All right, so um, I am. We had some questions, and it was Pastor Raymond saying, "What is Foursquare?" Well, Sam, I've got the article you wrote last season about the Titans playing Foursquare. I'm pasting the link in the chat right there. How a how a uh, children's uh, game has taken over the Titans locker room. Uh, Sam wrote that over a year ago, back in mid October of last year of Foursquare. So what is Foursquare? Man, if you don't know what Foursquare is, I don't know what you did at elementary school recess, to be honest. I have no idea what you were used on the swings, uh, you know, because they outlawed football at my elementary school after fourth grade because too many people got hurt. Um, so it was either swing on the swings, chase girls, or play Foursquare. And Foursquare is where it was at. Uh, it's you know. basically... You can chase squares. girls in middle school and high school. You're you're playing four square in elementary school. Yeah, it's, I mean it's four squares, a dodgeball that bounces, and whacking the ball into other people's zones, trying to get them out. That's what it is. Very simple game, very fun game. Uh, but yeah, it's a playground recess game uh, that the Titans have have set up, and yeah, it, good for vibes, good for energy. The boys are uh, firing on all cylinders right now. It's almost like the original spike ball. I, I have never played spike ball, but spike ball is like the it more was, dangerous. I feel like you were you're a spike ball guy. Never played spike ball. You you're you just you give off some spike ball vibes. I feel well, like I would be, I would love it. I, I love like wall love ball. Wall ball was my jam. Like you, you know what wall ball is? Yeah, I played without those. I would lean wall ball over four square because yes. I had my pitcher arm. So right. I was I was I was excellent at at yep. ball ball. That was the one that I could win. I'm like, yeah, I'm and I'm a lefty, so I got a little bit of sauce on my right on my Ooh. regular throw. So Yellow, dude, some wall pale. ball, man. It, yeah. The only reason why I didn't play wall ball in elementary school is because our, our playground didn't have a good wall for it. That's where you had it forced. Mm. Wall ball was wall ball was what I played in between or after every little league baseball game I ever, I ever I'm, played. I'm loving the chat by the way, because we've got like Rooney says he played kickball. Lou man says he played tetherball. Uh, yeah. Tetherball. I, I never, never played. I, I don't think I ever played tetherball um, in school. I would occasionally play kickball. I was really bad at kickball. I, I was always like, if it was my hands, I was one of the best. If it was my feet, I was one of the worst. But like, Sam, didn't you say you could get five out of 10 on penalty kicks against the yeah, that's MLS goal? It's not difficult though. That's it's not oh, like okay. you have to use your feet for that though, Sam. Yeah. But it's a stationary ball. The, it was the moving part of the kickball. Okay. The fact that it was bouncing and stuff that would uh -huh. throw me off. I'm very bad at soccer. I'm willing to admit how bad at soccer I am. Like you try and pass me a soccer ball and I'm trying to like run and also like stop it i'm probably gonna trip over the soccer ball but stationary i can blast it i got powerful legs uh yeah, yeah and mb says he was the opposite it's funny right like i was like i was like yeah let's play wall ball i can i can snag the tennis ball with one hand and whip it back and i can get everybody out or dodgeball i was great at but if you were like let's play soccer let's play kickball no i was atrocious <laughs> no way i'm doing that yeah so i you know football got outlawed at my elementary school as did red rover i had kid had permanent stains on the asphalt because of red rover uh that was bad 
Um, and then football. Grass. We can't do Red Rover on on well, concrete. What are we well, doing? I would in basketball. You had like the triple rims out there. Like I'm not playing. Yeah, basketball, basketball outside rims. was mine had no net and like wind factor and then triple rims. Like it was just like yeah, I mean, we'd play we'd play all recess. It was a six to four basketball game. Like yeah, I'm I'm trying to go play four square wall ball. Uh, whatever else I can get my hand. Like I, that's yeah, man. Football was Elementary. a good one, though. Football, like if you had a football field, uh, it was a good one. So yes, we had to go play soccer after too many football injuries. But hey, that's what happens. But look, the Titans locker room—it's a short week. They're coming off a win. They've got revitalized energy because of Will Levis. I did see this comment that I thought was necessary to address. Uh, but real quick, I do want to tell everybody about our friends at Farm Bureau Health Plans. FBHP.com slash ATOZ is where you should turn for all of your health coverage needs. If you need a new health plan, if you're paying too much for a health plan, maybe you don't think you're getting the best coverage you could possibly get. Go to FBHP.com slash ATOZ and check out Farm Bureau Health Plans. They've been serving Tennesseans for over 75 years, and they can do the same thing for you that they're doing with Zach. He saved 20% a month on his health coverage and got better coverage. That's the best of both worlds. Saving money, getting better coverage. Start your process today. FBHP.com slash ATOZ. Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. We got a World Series going on. We got NFL action going on. College basketball right around the corner that I'm very fired up about and going to be obnoxious about. Uh, your fighting Illini, by the way, did defeat the number one Kansas Jayhawks in an exhibition. Just saying. Uh, if you want to bet on any of those sports, make sure you do it with the King of Sportsbooks. It's BetMGM and use the bonus code ATOZ Sports for $1,500 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, whatever that wager is, you get that money back with a second chance to win big at betmgm.com. Uh, Amanda says, uh, Y'all making me sad. I want recess. Yeah, I mean, this is a nostalgia topic, but uh, we yeah, love yeah. nostalgia topics. It does make you sad, and, and we do it because we get comments like this. I thought this was hilarious. Andre says they used to play football in the street with the cars being out of bounds, <laughs> and so it's did like, you? Uh, I I we played. I, I we didn't played, do it. At, I would do that like in my neighborhood some, yeah. but we we I, played two on two football in the street, but the curbs were the sideline. Yeah, we, I would do cars as out of bounds sometimes uh, in my neighborhood, not at school. We had a big field at school for like yeah. football that, you know, so, but it, it's funny. Makes me. So Ryan has a comment said, I heard a lot of the players in the locker room don't like Levis because he's too cocky. Any truth to this? I have heard nothing. That. Yeah, that I don't know where Ryan Kennedy heard this, but I did think it was necessary to address because it, it, again, Wait, Sam, you wrote an article yesterday about the uh, Big Jeff re reacting to that uh, play. And I can go find that real quick and throw it um, in the chat. But look, I, I think this team is beginning to rally around Will Levis. It's just one game. How do they really feel about this guy? I it, The reactions make me in the the touchdown celebrations that Levis had with DeAndre Hopkins three times, uh, the reaction that everybody had Aziz coming up to Levis when he was doing his post-game interview on the field with CBS, that shows me something. I don't think that's got any truth to it, Ryan. No, it's not. It's not true. I, I this is what I spent yesterday doing in the locker room was talking to players about this exact topic. Um, 
And that's kind of what this article coming out later in the day is. And, you know, if you listen to the coverage we had yesterday of the press conference, you would have heard offensive coordinator Tim Kelly say that he's got a a swagger and a confidence, but he does a good job of, of not crossing that line. Like he, he doesn't cross that line. Um, Will Levis said yesterday, you know, I'm confident in myself because if you're not confident in yourself, nobody else is going to be confident in you. And so this article that I'm publishing later today is really going to focus on how Will Levis carries himself in the Titans locker room, the way that he acts and interacts with his teammates what teammates have seen from him in practices at both like on the football field and off the football field that have made them like specifically rally around him specifically buy in more than like I would have thought. Right. I mean, typically you see a rookie quarterback and teams are kind of like, man, man, rookie over here. Like, what do we like Deandre Hopkins, like get the rookie out of here, whatever. Mm -hmm defense, whatever. And this has not been the case. Like these guys are all in on Will Levis right now. Um, and so this, uh, this article will disprove, disprove uh, that sort of philosophy that no, he has not been cocky and his teammates appear to love him. Yeah. So. Ryan's on, on something. He's like, it did seem like Hopkins wasn't sharing the same enthusiasm as Levis greeted him in the end zone, almost dismissive. They did like the the one leg praying mantis thing together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did let, he let Levis do his celebration with them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, there is, a, there is a level of like Deandre Hopkins is he's a mellow I mean, guy. He, he's, yeah, and, he's chill. And Deandre Hopkins scored a bunch of touchdowns in the NFL. Uh, yeah. Will Levis had he has not. been there before. <laughs> <laughs> he's been there a lot before. Uh, First Callen, deep ball that Will Levis is like, First career touchdown. Let's go. DeAndre's just like, hey, good ball, Rook. Like, good, yeah, good, good ball, Rook. Good to get in the end zone. Uh, yeah. Texas fans crying, seeing DeAndre Hopkins wearing the Oilers jersey, scoring a touchdown. Uh, Calnan will send us to trivia. A young poet by the name of Jadakus said it best. I'm not cocky. I'm confident. So when you tell me I'm the best, it's a compliment. There you go, hey, Jadakus. If you ain't you got go. no haters, you ain't popping. It's, it's a, true. It's a good, good lyric for Will Levis there, too. Sam, you, uh, who said that? Oh, that was freaking, well, the last, most recent time I've heard that quote was, uh, from, oh, what's his name? Spencer Rattler. Oh, South Carolina, South Carolina quarterback said that after Tennessee whipped his ass a couple weeks ago. So I'm out on that quote for right now. All right. You ready for trivia? <laughs> Shout out Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com to make them a part of your new car buying process. Go see your friend Payne Bone and his team in Lebanon online, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Sam, you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. All right, let's hit it. Oh, uh, this is also, this, this comment cracked me up, man. <laughs> What'd you see? Uh, American Tom said someone warned Sam that the black splotch on the left side of the video is getting closer. Uh, I just moved my mic closer to my face and he oh. was seeing the, uh, oh, that cracked me up for whatever reason. I thought that, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, Sam, we've got our nine categories here with our dozen trivia or nine trivia. What's it called? Dozen trivia. Uh, it's the game that it uh, originates from is a game oh. called the dozen, but yeah. 
All right. Man. <laughs> I okay, so let's let, – Yeah, where are we first, starting, guys? I'll pick the first category, and then we'll go to a, a chat comment for the second category. I will start us off with cereal. All right, cereal. Let's do it. Uh, follow my nose and follow your nose were popular phrases said during commercials by the mascot of what cereal brand? Fruit Loops? I'm not con- – I'm not super confident. Follow my nose. Follow my nose. Fruit Loops. Because because they had the toucan. Are toucans known for their noses? Yeah, they have oh, massive beak. beaks. All right. Well, it's not really a nose, but okay. Well, people seem to believe you are correct, and that people it is are saying fruit toucan. Loops. Yeah, toucan sand. So fruit fruit Loops is uh, a guess. Wait, is it? Yeah. Okay. This the brand. Be wrong. Right. Is it O O T? No, it's like fruit, like like what the word know. fruit, right? Yeah, yeah. So th- th- I'm correct that they misspelled this with the f r o o t. That is, cr- right. I-, I knew I wasn't. This is. Can you not Mandela. spell it normally? No. Well, this is the Mandela effect. I've heard this before about Fruit Loops. People view it as f r o o t. I I don't think that's what it is. I think I'm going to go- I'm going to Google it since we know the answer. I think it's regular, or I think it's FR. No, it's OOT. It's right, fruit. Well, then maybe I'm I'm the victim of the Mandela effect. Then I thought it was oh, fruit well, with weird. regular. Color. Okay. Well, all right, there we go. At least we got right. it right. Uh, what's next? Um, so we always end with NFL. So um, we're not going with that one because that was Let's a go to TV. A TV. Okay. Originally running on Fox from 1995 to 2009, this sketch comedy series featured names such as Michael McDonald, Jordan Peele, Bobby Lee, Nicole Sullivan, and Alex Borstein. I only know who two of these people are. Um, Mad TV. They're all Mad TV is getting a lot. Demetrius, Justin, and Orlando were. Very quick today. Well, we're also I, getting some in living color. Hold on, hold on. We're getting some in living color. Uh, Mad TV seems to be okay. Is Mad TV? Yeah, let's do. There okay. we go. We are all correct. Right, we Mad TV. They were all over it. I had no idea that was. You know, I know Bobby Lee. I know Jordan Peele. Um, not familiar with Mad TV. Okay. All right, let's go with um. Let's go NHL. Barry Melrose returned to coaching in 2008, but his stint was brief as he got fired after 16 games as the head coach of what Eastern Conference team? I think oh. I know this. I do think I know this. Barry Melrose returned to coaching in 08. His stint was brief, got fired after 16 games coaching what Eastern Conference team? Not too many people in the chat are on it yet. We've got a Kings. We've got a Devils. I, I was thinking, it's not Toronto. We've got a, a Bruins. We've got a Flames. We've got a Maple Leafs. I was thinking none of those. Rangers, New Jersey. Calgary's also West. Most people are saying Devils. I Eastern, thought, Eastern Conference, guys. Eastern Conference. Not Most Colorado people are saying or... Devils. I thought it was, it's not Chicago. I thought it was the Lightning. But it's not the Blackhawks. It's not the Blackhawks. Lightning in 2008. Yeah, I thought it was the lightning. That was my th- first thought. I, I I view it as a blue team. So now, that's why I said Toronto. All right. Well, I got a couple people saying Let's lightning. Now. Yeah. That was my first instinct. It's right. Oh, 
Let's go. All right. Survive I'm, that one. I'm pumped. I got a hockey question. That's... All right. Let's uh, let's hit our uh, let's hit celebrity mashup right there. Let's in the go. Come on. Hopefully, I know this one. All right. Oh. I know the inside's easy. The Clint outside. Eastwood? Kind of. Maybe. I think it's Clint Eastwood. The, the head looks like the top of the head looks like Clint Eastwood. I don't know if the like the it's the that's neck. gotta be Clint Eastwood. Is it Britney Spears on the it's inside? Definitely that's Britney Spears the on the chat inside. says Britney Spears inside, Clint Eastwood out. It's definitely Clint Eastwood. All right, let's do that then. Yeah, and those are definitely Britney's eyes. Yeah, I'm positive it's Britney Spears. It all at first I thought Kate McKinnon, but oh no. Yeah, definitely Britney Spears. And we're right. Good call right. on Clint Eastwood. There we go. Uh, right, let's knock out the tic-tac-toe on the right with music. All right. One of the current coaches on NBC's The Voice, this One Direction singer, released the 2017 hit song, Slow Hands. Love this guy. I've got it ready. Um, He's awesome direction. on The Voice, by the way. Excellent on The Voice. Um, is that uh, Harry? It is not Harry Styles. Nile? Nile Horan is the right answer. Can you name all the One Direction people, Austin? Uh, those are the only two. You you did didn't I, have did you, I, you don't you don't have Zane or Liam or Louie? No. Mm -mm. well, there are five. Is, there are five. It is Nile Horan, uh great song. Great artist. Uh, I know the I, song. I watch the YouTube videos of The Voice. I don't actually, because that way I can pick and choose and I don't have to deal with all the stuff in the middle. Um, <laughs> and just as Sam would know that. Yes, I would. So, sorry. Uh, let's go with Major League Baseball. This starting pitcher was the World Series MVP with the Marlins in 03, then won another World Series with the Red Sox in 07, where he went 4-0 during the postseason. Ooh, I've got this. I know this. This is this was my dude. I love this. Really? Guy. Yes. Wow. This that surprises me. Um, we're gonna wait for the chat. Randall is in it with the last name. I wanted to I wanted to see if people get the first name. Not yet. Justin's got the first name, Dontro Willis. I don't think that's right. You don't think that's right? I, I believe this is Josh Beckett. No. Marlins to Red Sox is going to be Josh Beckett. I thought that was Dontro Willis. Willis was on that 03 team, but going to the World Series with the 07 Red Sox has, has got to be Josh Beckett. Is that not Dontro Willis? Oh. Oh, hard I thought this was going to be Dontro. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> it's definitely gotta be Josh. I hate you said like nobody in the chat's on it. I was like, I see. I love Dontre Willis. Dontre Willis was a fun watch. Dang it, fun watch. Uh, but I don't believe he ever played for the Boston Red Sox. So I thought he did. I you got to get your immaculate grids up, man. You got to get your baseball grids up. Uh, uh, yeah, my baseball grids are not going anywhere. Let's go cars originally intended as a replacement for the tracker and S10 blazer. What automobile brand introduced the crossover SUV known as the Equinox in 04. Uh, I actually know this one. I know a car question. And this feels easy, well, right? Yeah, it feels very easy. Wait for the chat to uh, get their submissions in. By the way, Dontrell Willis's teams, Marlins, Tigers, D-backs, and Reds. Yeah. 
I don't remember him with the D-backs. I do remember Reds and Tigers. It was only one year. Okay. 2010 with the D-backs, Reds in 2011. Uh, yeah, everybody's on it already. It is the Chevy Equinox. Uh, and so Chevrolet. There we go. Movie. Right. Uh, along with grossing over $200 million worldwide, this 2018 rom com starring Constance Wu, Harry Golding, and Michelle Yeoh earned a Golden Globe Best Picture nomination. No idea. Uh, is it Crazy Rich Asians? Never heard of it. That's I, my only guess. That's what everybody's saying. I, I stopped watching movies in like 2012. Crazy Rich Asians was a good People movie. Are, I've um, never, never heard of it. They're with me on this. Uh, it was a yeah. very good movie. All right. There we go. Well, look okay. There we go. NFL. Here we go. Uh, NFL filling in as the backup. Teddy Bridgewater went 5-0 and as the quarterback of what NFC South team in 2019. You I've know got it? This one. Yeah. I assume you've got it. We can wait on uh... people who hate on rom coms. Crazy Rich Asians is like a, it's just a, but no, these people that hate on rom coms are in denial. Yeah. I mean, what do we got? We got like pulling your man card here from Jason. Rom coms suck. Some rom coms suck. Like, uh, what, what, uh, what are they called? Like the Hallmark movies. Oh, yeah. Those movies yeah, suck. That's not what we're talking about. Like these are good movies here. Uh, Saints so. lock that lock. The it Saints is in. the New Orleans Saints, and a perfect score for the chat today. All right, good job, everybody. Uh, the chat came through today. Television, I, I was very clueless on. Uh, there was a couple nice pulls from the chat. So chat helped us with the Fruit Loop spelling. But hey, don't forget uh, coming up tomorrow, Titan Game Day Live with me and Sam. It's something you got to be ready for Thursday night. So me and Sam will have it with all of our great Titan Game Day Live partners. Uh, so get ready for that coming up. Uh, Thursday, games at 7.15 Centrals, which means our pregame show will be um, at 6.45 p.m. Central. So uh, 30 minutes before the kickoff uh, of Titans at Steelers. Hopefully the Titans can get a win in Pittsburgh to make it 4-4. Four and four. Hey, The the rom-com hate is... What's a good rom-com? I mean, there's... A million of them. Like, I mean, let's just throw out some some suggestions here. Uh, Pretty Woman, great rom com to me. I think that movie's awesome. Is that a rom com? Probably. Up in the Air, great rom com. I mean, you've got like what is it? Uh, no Strings Attached, or the, there were the- two movies that came out at the same time. One was with yeah, Ashton, no, Kutcher. Ashton so, Kutcher is in No Strings Attached. Mila Kunis is in Friends. Friends, with yeah. Which they're married, which it's funny that they weren't in the, those movies yeah, happened like the same did, year. They did the opposite movies. Uh, yeah, because yeah. um, Natalie Portman one. was in one of them. I can't remember. Uh, oh, there's I mean, there's so many. There's so what about many uh, what's the one? What's the one with the late? She goes and lives in like Paris or something. She's like afraid of flying. She meets the European guy, and then they, they there's like the winery. So it's a great movie. I forget. Uh, 51st dates, Roy. Uh, 51st dates is a good 51st one. First dates is great. Uh, how to guy, how to lose a guy in 10 days. Forgetting, Forgetting Sarah, Marshall. Sarah Marshall. Great. Uh, I gotta find I the mean, name of this thing now. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about with your Paris thing. Um, I mean, look, there are some bad 
rom-coms just like there's bad every movie type of movies but people that hate on rom-coms are in denial guys help me out here help me out chat what is the name of this movie describe the plot it's a lady terrified of flying basically calls off her engagement flies out to paris i believe it's paris somewhere in france meets a french dude uh like in love at first sight no they're trying to buy a winery and midnight in paris also don't think that's right french kiss yes that's it french kiss uh, also uh what's Great the movie. there's a cameron diaz movie it's a christmas movie she goes to she swaps houses with another lady Oh no, it's uh vacation something. Hmm. Christmas movie. The holiday. Uh, the holiday. Yeah, the holidays. Good. Yeah, there you go. There's oh, a lot of them. They, hey, I'm glad we had this conversation because now we're able to put people on uh to to great uh rom-coms. So yeah, the holiday is a good movie. Christmas time's coming up. Uh it's also it's I it's guess rom-com it's for, season. It's for some people, it is. Yeah, The Proposal is another great one. There's so many good rom-coms. You guys need to, you know, grow up. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for us. Uh, don't forget to like the show before you go. Buck Rising will be live tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime. He's going to be headed to Pittsburgh uh, today. So get ready for that. A to Z Sports Primetime at 8 p.m. Central. And me and Jack will be back tomorrow morning on a game day to kick things off. We'll see you then. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Appreciate it as always.